welcome to ReVGM, a podcast about video game music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. And I'm your host, Martyrus. For this week's episode, number 96, we're going to be doing another deep dive, so to speak, into another game. And if you recognize the track that started the show and is playing beneath us, then you know what that game is. That is Spyro, the Year of the Dragon, also called Spyro 3 by some gamers. Developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, exclusive for the PlayStation. It was first released on October 24th, 2000 in North America, and then later in November 28th, which happens to be today, it was released in Europe. And the following year, on June 8th, 2001, it was released in Australia. Spyro, The Year of the Dragon, is a platforming game in which you play as the title character Spyro. Spyro and his friends are celebrating the Year of the Dragon, which occurs every 12 years in which new eggs are brought to the Dragon Realms. However, Bianca, the sorcerer's apprentice, invades the Dragon Realm and steals the eggs. Now Spyro has to go chase after Bianca into what is known as the Forgotten Realms, where Spyro meets several other people to help him. Sheila the Kangaroo, Sergeant Bird the Penguin, Bentley the Yeti, and Agent Nine the Monkey. Spyro and its friends, including Sparks and Hunter, will travel across many areas within the Forgotten Realms to recover the eggs. Collecting a certain number of eggs and defeating a boss will allow Spyro to access a new area. Of course, Spyro may have to backtrack to a previous area to collect more eggs after obtaining certain abilities or friends. In addition to headbutting and breathing fire, Spyro can move across the area by swimming, diving, and gliding. He can also find certain power gates located within an area that will give him additional abilities for a limited time. Seeing that this uh, particular game has a lot of music in it, we're going to be concentrating on the homeworlds for this particular episode. And speaking of the music, I'm sure most of you will know that the music for this game was composed by Stuart Copeland and Ryan Beveridge. And yes, it is that specific Stuart Copeland who is the former drummer for the rock band The Police. Reading here directly from the Wikipedia page, during the band's hiatus, Copeland composed several music soundtracks and composed the scores for the previous Spyro titles. Ted Price, the CEO of Insomniac Games, stated that Copeland's offering for the third installment was his best work to date. In an interview, Copeland stated that his creative process for writing music for the Spyro series always began by playing through levels, trying to get a feel for each world's quote-unquote atmosphere. He noted the challenge of writing for games was to create music that would be both interesting to listen to and complemented the gameplay. His approach was to incorporate more complicated harmonies and bass lines so that the music could seem fresh for players, even after repeated listening. He complemented the compact disc format of the PlayStation and its support for high-quality audio. There were no technical strengths that stopped him from producing the sound he wanted. Copeland recorded entire orchestral scores for extra flourish when the visuals called for an expansive sound. They used more percussive and beat-driven melodies for high-energy moments in the game. a fan of the police, I am definitely looking forward to hearing tracks from this game. And considering the fact that he composed music for the game series, I may have to do more episodes in the future. Uh-huh. 
this particular episode, we're just going to concentrate on the home worlds with our first original track titled Sunrise Spring Home. Enjoy. Sunrise Spring Home, composed by Stuart Copeland and Ryan Beveridge. Sunrise Spring Home is the first homeworld in the Forgotten Realms and serves as a tutorial as you learn how to control Spyro. Reading directly from the description from the fandom website, Sunrise Spring is a wondrous paradise to any creature waiting to get away from it all. Named for its lengthened morning hours and the beauty of this rising sun, Sunrise Springs is mostly a lush, vast, flat area of soft golden green grass, tall, sheltering trees, and harboring a crystal clear pond that feeds several streams and small waterfalls. In the middle of the world is a tall castle, tall and Victorian-like with walls, mini mountains, and more hills and ramparts fencing it all in. The archers are scattered about in various scenic locations, giving new arrivals from the realms something beautiful to look at once they step foot here. There is always an endless cerulean sky stretching overhead, crested by only a few indigo-tinted clouds. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? Well, while you're enjoying the scenery, you'll be learning how to control Spyro, his headbutt, his fire-breathing, gliding, and diving. Now, the track that we just heard also happens to be the theme that plays at Evening Lake, another homeworld within the realms. It also plays at the Sorceress's Lair, if you've played the NTSC version. I'll talk a little bit more about that later when we get to that realm. 
for now, let's listen to our first inspired track. This is a remix of Sunrise Spring, remixed by SS Music. Spyro, Year of the Dragon, Sunrise Spring Theme Song Remix, remixed by SS Music. Wow, this remix is definitely funky. It's got my head bobbing up and down and side to side and my toes tapping on the floor. Honestly, I would love to hear this play at a club and just see if people will dance to this. Then again, I think the original track and also the other tracks that will follow could also be played in public as well. 
perhaps at a coffee cafe. But in any case, SS Music does a wonderful job of taking this original track and funkifying it up to 11. And I see on his particular YouTube channel, he's done remixes for other media, including anime, television, movies, and even memes. Hmm, interesting. He has also done some original music as well. And it looks like he's mostly on YouTube and Telegram. So I suggest you check out SS Music when you have a chance. Let's move on to our second original track and our second homeworld in the game, Midday Gardens. Midday Garden Homes, originally composed by Stuart Copeland and Ryan Beveridge. Midday Gardens is the second homeworld in the Forgotten Realms, and it can be accessed after you defeat one of the bosses named Buzz. Going back to the fandom website and reading its description, Midday Gardens is a world surrounded on one side by steadily rising brown mountains and a dense forest on the other side. Rapids are abundant here, both the intelligent kind and the fodder kind. Each large garden holds many different flowers during the spring and summer, with small cobblestone pathways leading visitors through each one. There are some small waterfalls and streams running through to provide water for the plants, as well as large trees and stone-built structures to shelter creatures from the sun. The grass here is always green, and many smooth river stones dot the banks. While the temperature is a bit on the hot side, its subworlds are by far the most different compared to their core world. Another wonderful description of a beautiful world. But unfortunately, you'll be too busy learning a new ability called the Super Flame. 
first appearing in Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, the super flame ability turns Spyro red and turns his breath into a fireball. And this fireball can easily break the metal crates and damage any of those enemies that have been metalized. So, in a way, Spyro becomes lit. Oh, come on now. You had to laugh at that joke. Otherwise, I'm smirking at the fact that you're cringing. Well, let's recover a bit as we listen to our second inspired track. This is Acoustic Fields, remixed by RCS. Spyro Year of the Dragon Acoustic Fields, remixed by RCS. Just as SS Music did with the first original track, RCS definitely does his thing with this second original track. And yes, it is definitely funkified to 11. 
I have to admit that I enjoyed he brought the bass line from the original track and put it in the foreground. And somehow the synthesizer work just plays very well with that bass, as if they're both up front and center. I don't think there's anything more I can say about this remix other than just plain damn awesome. Now, in reference to our remixer here, Arceus, I actually found him on ocremix.org. It looks like he's done other remixes as well for several Sonic games, such as Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic CD, and 3D Blast, Pokemon, and a few others here and there. You can check him out at ocremix.org, or you can go to OC Remix's YouTube channel. Well, let's go on to our next original track and our next homeworld, Evening Lake. Evening Lake, composed by Stuart Copeland and Ryan Beveridge. Evening Lake is the third homeworld of the game and can be accessed after you have defeated Spike. According to the description from the fandom website, Evening Lake is a large core world made up entirely of a gigantic clear lake and a giant castle sitting on top of it. It is rimmed by a few hills and has plenty of grass to sleep in, but these places are scarce, as the lake takes up almost all of the area. The castle sitting on top of the lake is rooted via pillars to the bottom of the lake bed, giving swimming adventurers a creepy place to explore. With its high towers and pointed peaks, the castle is the best place to stay if you are ever visiting the Forgotten Realms and can't find an inn. Below, the lake stretches out and seems to engulf anything that gets near it. It has tons of hidden treasure underneath its surface, including hidden underwater caves, stone cliffs, a sunken pirate ship, and even a live whale. 
Ooh, that's uh, pretty creepy. But in the meantime, it's here that you will learn the invincibility power. And something tells me I'm sure this power will be particularly useful in this area. Now, as I noted earlier with the first original track that we played, with the exception of the Greatest Hits version, in all versions of Spyro, The Year of the Dragon, the theme for Sunrise Spring also plays here for Evening Lake. The track that we just listened to was actually coded into the game, but it wasn't used. This is actually a common thing in video game production, where they create these assets for the game, but some of them are not used or are accessed, but they're still placed in there. It isn't until someone with skills is able to crack or rip into the game, and they find data of character animations, character designs, and even music that were never used in the final product. The topic of unused tracks has been explored by other podcasters. Unfortunately, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm sure you can use your Google food to find them. But in any case, let's move on to our next inspired track. This is an arrangement of Evening Lake, arranged by Nanashima. That was an arrangement of Evening Lake, arranged by Nanashima. Well, this is a pretty good arrangement of the original track. And while some may say it just sounds too much alike, there is a bit of a difference if you pay very special attention. Nanashima notes in their YouTube description that they added some pads and arpeggios and was not trying to take away from the original track. To which I personally say that was pretty good. Now about our remixer Nanashima, as noted in their channel description, I am an amateur music composer. I mainly listen to video game music. I want to become a video game composer either for my own game or for someone else. 
I enjoy slash work with orchestral slash classical, sequenced slash MIDI, 32-bit, and 8-bit music. Nanashima notes these favorite artists and sources of inspiration. Yoko Shimomura, Go Ichinose, and Stuart Copeland. Well, I hope that somebody listening to this will consider Nanashima for their next video game project. In the meantime, you can check out Nanashima's YouTube channel and their SoundCloud. Well, it looks like we're about to reach our final area. And so here it is, Midnight Mountain Home. Midnight Mountain Home, composed by Stuart Copeland and Ryan Beveridge. Midnight Mountain is the fourth and final homeworld of Forgotten Realms, and can be accessed after you've defeated Scorch. Going back to the fandom page for this game and reading its description, this core world is a spectacular place for visitors. Its beauty is surreal compared to the other core worlds and truly represents the magical nature of the Forgotten Worlds. Settled on the highest peaks of a massive mountain, Midnight Mountain is home to many beautiful huts, towers, and structures of all kinds, built or carved into the mountain itself. Every speck of ground is covered in luminescent grass, fed even further by the gigantic rainbow crystals jutting out of the ground and walls. Connected by large bridges to ensure no one falls off, each island is decorated with clear crystals, jewels, and ivory figures. Possibly the only true danger is the glowing pink ooze streams that run through each peak. It is believed to be the excess energy used in creating this wonderful world. 
Since the peaks are so high into the sky, Midnight Mountain is always stuck at night with a Milky Way, glittering rainbow of distant galaxies, and two large planets orbiting overhead. And also there's a huge beautiful castle with spiked chains, serpentine gargoyle-like torches, and a secret arena within the walls of the castle at the heart of Midnight Mountain, meaning that this kingdom is also home to the Rhinox and their wicked queen, the Sorceress. A beautiful yet somewhat unsettling description of this world. But regardless, this is where you will fight the final boss of the game, the Sorceress. Though there seems to be a super bonus round, this can be accessed by collecting 15,000 gems and 149 dragon eggs. Something tells me there's an achievement or a trophy for this, but let's not think too much upon that as we head into our final inspired track. This is a synth slash metal cover of Midnight Mountain, covered by Dutchen Grada. the synth slash metal cover of Midnight Mountain, covered by Dutchen Grada. This is a wonderful remix, and it feels like it changes the genre of the original track. In contrast to the laid-back rhythms of the organ and synthesizers, this remix just rocks it out with some heavy guitar work. Personally, I think I'm gonna have to call it even, where I like both the original and the remix tracks. Of course, which track I enjoy is going to depend on my mood at the time. But in any case, I do plan on adding both of these to my playlist. Now, about our remix artist here, Dutchen Gradia. He's been a YouTube musician since 2016. And as he notes in his channel description, My favorite style for my covers are Sympho Metal, trying to blend classic metal riffs and rhythms with orchestral elements usually powerful brass, melodic strings, and soaring vocals. And it looks like he has done many covers for video games and anime. If you enjoyed that remix, then I strongly suggest you visit his YouTube channel. You can also find more of his works on Spotify, Apple Music, and Bandcamp. And that'll about do it for this episode. That was quite a lot of music to cover for this particular game. I may consider going back to this series and doing more deep dives like this. And being that this is episode 96, that means I've got four more episodes to go before I reach 100. So what I'm doing for this 100th episode is to ask you, the audience, and the listeners alike 
to send in your thoughts about your favorite episodes or tracks that you've heard. And for all the cover and remix artists out there, tell me about any particular favorite tracks that you heard on the show. Perhaps one that you yourself have made, or from another remix or cover artist. You can send those thoughts to me through Instagram or Twix, Twitter and X. You can also join my Discord server, re-vgm, and tell me right there. And if you're willing, you can also include a audio testimony as well. Currently, the deadline is November 24th, so be sure to submit those tracks and testimonials. In any case, you can all visit my website, re-vgm.com. There you'll find all the episodes that have been made, each with show notes, a track listing, and a YouTube playlist. There's also another page called Remix Info, which has a list of all the cover and remix artists featured. There you'll find links to their personal and business websites, their social media platforms, any of their works on such places as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and their support pages, such as Patreon and Coffee. If you enjoyed any of the music that has been featured, including this episode, then I strongly suggest that you visit their pages, follow their channels, add their music to your playlist, donate to their support pages, and buy any of their albums and merch. Another page of interest is Staff News, which has links to news articles related to video game music. Page updates as I find them. You can find this and many other episodes on many streaming services. Some of the major ones are Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and Audible. You can also find it on other streaming services such as Podbean, Podcast Index, TuneIn, Deezer, Podchaser, and Good Pods. You can also find ReVGM on TerraPlayer, the best video game music and entertainment shows, live and on demand. It's currently available online through terraplayer.com on Amazon Alexa and is now available as an app on the iPhone and Android phones. You can follow ReVGM on Instagram and Twix at RE underscore VGM. You can send a direct message through Instagram and Twix with a topic to suggest, a track to hear on the show, or a remix or cover artist to consider. Of course, if you yourself are a cover or remix artist, perhaps you'd like to be featured on the show. In addition to our regular episodes, there is also On Stage Now and At The Listening Lounge. And finally, no, your ears are not deceiving me if you paid attention. Yes, there is a Discord server for ReVGM. Amazing that it took me this long to create one for the show. There should be a link provided on Instagram and Twix. And if not, it'll be provided in the show notes for today's episode. Again, my thanks and appreciation to everyone, new and returning, for listening and subscribing to the episode, visiting the webpage, and following me on social media. Oh yeah, and uh, joining the Discord server. We're going to close out this episode with a remix of the end credits, remixed by Alter. I am your host, Martyrus, and this is a ReVGM, a podcast about video game music that has been reorchestrated, rearranged, and remade. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and be safe out there. <laughs>